I'm Ashley. I'm Russ. And together we make Rushley. We've been married for seven years and we have two little girls. Ada and Holly. And we live in Springville, Utah. I wanted to be a pilot and I currently work at a maintenance facility for private jets. I stay home with our girls and I also own my own business. I'm a certified sleep consultant for kids and my business is called Sleeping Child Sane Parent. The idea behind the podcast was to create an environment for us to talk about what's going on with us. We'll each bring three items to the podcast Ish. and maybe talk about all of them, maybe not, depending on how long it goes. It's just meant to be an authentic conversation, a chance to better show who we are so people can know who we are. Welcome to the Rushly Review. <laughs> that was weird. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I don't know. It just didn't sound like your voice. Hello. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you. Hello. <laughs> what? I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. You clear your throat a lot in the podcast. Did you know that? No. I have to cut as many of them out as I can because they do it all the time. <laughs> it's okay. It's not a bad thing. I guess it's I just stuff a thing. In my throat something oh well (laughs) pardon my throat clearing (laughs) i guess well it's just weird because like you're not sick i actually woke up this morning feeling a little sick it's weird i feel like you wake up like every morning feeling a little sick. well it's been i've felt pretty much the same throughout the day it usually goes away pretty quick but I felt a little bit... Do you have coronavirus? I don't know. Gonna infect us all. I don't think I have a fever. I guess I'll check that after. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, guess what? What? I, <laughs> I already told you this before the podcast, so it doesn't sound conversational anymore, but... <laughs> um, all three of mine today are conversational you ones. So, let's Crazy. do this. Okay, um, my first one is... Okay, so I have to give some background, because um, I already told you this part, but... Uh, <laughs> don't roll your eyes at me. Um, okay, so, Brooke Castillo just did another podcast that was great. <laughs> I like all her podcasts. Um, she was talking about, um, like, what if we spend this next quarter um, doing really great things instead of, like, doing nothing because of the virus? And so what she talked about doing was either setting 25 things to do over the next three months um, and, like, plugging them into the calendar and doing them and being and then being able to look back and be like, look what everything I did in the second quarter. Um, or an impossible goal, which is basically just like something you feel like is impossible, but then um, you like tell yourself, but what if it is possible? And then that kind of tricks your brain into um, like coming up with ways to achieve that thing, making the goal less impossible so there's the background but I wanted to talk about like should we do that or if we did that what would that look like I was thinking about the 25 things um and I was like what would I even put 
for 25 things. I feel like it would be hard. I don't know. Um, I feel like everything that I have to do is always either like multiple parts. I don't know. Like the first thing that comes to my mind, because I've been working on it the last couple of days, is um, the videos. I do a video for every year of our kids' lives. <laughs> Um, and so I've been mm-hmm. going through the videos. Ada's birthday is in September, so I haven't done it since September. So I started with September, and I started going through all the videos, kind of trimming trimming them down um, to put into one big video that I'm going to put music to. Anyway, so I thought about like doing that, but that's something that like I have no idea how long it's going to take, and I'm going to have to do it on several occasions because I can't just sit down and do it. And I feel like that's how lots of my things would be. I don't know. I haven't sat well, down to try and come up with 25 things anyway. They're not things to, like, knock out in an hour or less, are they? They're just things to accomplish in the quarter. Yeah, but she talks about, like, plugging them into your calendar all at once. Not even just, like, at the beginning of each week, plug things into your calendar. She, like, talks about calendar all of the 25 things over the next three months. Yeah. Which isn't... No, like, from the beginning. Like, she said, sit down. She calls it Monday hour one. It's the first thing you do on Monday morning for one hour. You have, like, your planning session, and you plug everything in for the week. Um, But she... Like, that's how she does every week. But she talked about using Monday hour one to plug in all your 25 things. Maybe she meant... Schedule time to work on them. Well, that's what I think. Yeah, schedule time to work on them. But it's, I don't know. The way I heard it, it was like, put them all in your calendar from the first Monday that you schedule it. But maybe she meant each Monday put things in, but I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, not even really what I want to talk about. I want to, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're, we're, we're tangenting. So more of what I wanted to talk about is like, what could those 25 things be? Or, like, what would they be for you? Or what do you think they would be for me? Or what would either of our impossible goals be? And, I don't know, part of me wants to do both of them. Like an impossible goal and 25 things. (laughs) I always want to do more things than I can actually do. I always think I can fit more in than I can. It's over-eager here. Yeah. Um... I don't know about 25 things. I don't know. Well, yeah, 25 is a lot to come up with in two um, seconds. Like, period. I'm not just saying, like... But, like... the It's something that I've been thinking about, um, partially because you mentioned it before, but also I've heard it a lot uh, in the podcast that I've listened to uh, recently. Like In her podcast or in other podcasts? Other podcasts. I'm way far behind on Brooke. Like, and I don't even listen to all of them. Um, listen out, man. I pick what what seems appealing and what, what sounds appropriate well, some, to me. Sometimes, though, like what I talked about last week, the episode was called, like, Pre-Traumatic Stress or something. And, like, the episode title, first of all, I was like, what does she mean? And second of all, like, I'm not, like, a worrier, which is kind of the vibe it gave off. Anyway, but it ended up being awesome. 
So I listen to all her stuff. Obviously, which is why I talk about her in every podcast. Every time. Yes. Um, anyways. Sorry. So something that that I've been thinking about because it's been mentioned multiple times, uh, especially in in some of the flight training podcasts that I listen to, like about using time that you may not be able to be flying, which I'm not flying currently, but that's not because of coronavirus. Um, but using the time to to work towards something and whether that means studying for the written test, the next written test you have coming up or um, practicing on a flight simulator, some of the procedural training that needs to be done, uh, things like that, about keeping um, forward momentum even when you may not be able to, to be fully engaged. Uh, and so I've been thinking about that because I've, I've had a hard time being fully engaged even before coronavirus. It was like I've, I've struggled a lot to even take baby steps. And so I've been trying to think about what, what I could work toward or what I could, what baby step I could take right now. Um, and I don't know, there, there are a lot of possibilities and I really just need to pull a trigger. That's the story of my life. Like I don't make decisions. Yeah. Even about sentences. I can't even finish the <laughs> sentence. It's okay. I'll finish your sentence for you. <laughs> I almost said sandwich just because of the song, which then reminded me of my friend's video. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was so funny. She and her husband. Hey, Alicia, if you're listening, this is you I'm talking about, which you know that, but <laughs> anyway, she and her husband, they did one of those upside down chin videos of that song the love is an open door and I was laughing so hard that I was crying it was so great anyway um how did we get there oh sandwiches <laughs> that's what I was gonna say <laughs> oh okay well so basically you're still thinking about things yeah, but maybe we should make a commitment or something. Oh, it's like, so hard to make a commitment because, like, here's my thing. I, once I make a commitment, I am willing to do it. But then, but I always take a long time to make the commitment. It's like I waffle back and forth, like, should I do that? Should I not do that? But then, like, once I'm like, okay, let's do it, then I'm all in. And so I feel like I'm, I don't know if I'm at the point where I'm all in on something. Well, maybe pick something. Well, I mean, like, let's make a list of things that we want to work on this quarter. Okay. Uh, It doesn't have to be 25 things. It could be 10 things or five things or 50 things. But I haven't, like, sat down and spent some time thinking about it. Oh. Let's do that this week and make our list. Okay. Is that something you want to do? So we're committing to making a list? Yes. Okay. We're not committing to like an impossible goal. Like a particular impossible goal. 
Oh, okay. That was a shaking his head, by the way. That's what I think. I don't. I don't have an impossible goal. You don't Besides, have anything that feels impossible to you. Everything feels impossible. Well, so then anything is an so impossible goal. So this will be goal. multiple impossible goals for me. <laughs> this is bleeding into something else I want to talk about. So, let's kind of come back to this on my later one. I guess. <laughs> uh, unless, <laughs> unless you want me to share my second one now. <laughs> I don't know. My first topic was that basic thing but also like what basic thing this what to do with this time um but also like how to manage time in the everyday i feel like our life hasn't changed or my life hasn't changed that much um because i still work i work a a few less hours every week but it's not significant i still work the majority of my hours and and so it it hasn't changed my life but i i do not do very much with the time that i have well i feel like it's hard (laughs) i don't know maybe everyone feels like this but i feel like i always make the excuse like like but we have kids like what do you do when you have kids how do you Mm -hmm. pursue goals or do productive things when you have kids like i feel like Ada is like incapable of entertaining herself and which isn't entirely true like she'll entertain herself as long as you're around and sometimes she's totally fine to entertain herself while you're around like she'll play and you can do your own thing but other times she's like no you have to pay attention to me which is so annoying like today when I was trying to work on the videos like I was trying to do an activity like something that she might be interested in so that she could come over and like engage with me. And I was still totally responding to her anytime she talked to me, like I was present and I was just working on these videos and then she kept ticking me off because she didn't want to let me work on the videos. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Maybe she didn't feel involved enough. Maybe you should just like airplay your screen. When you're doing well, she didn't like want to see the videos anymore. It was because it was Holly and it wasn't her. She was, like, over it. Well, like, and because you're, like, watching the same video over and over again, trying to clip it down or yeah. whatever. Yeah, she got Which, bored. Yeah. So, anyway, I feel like it's hard to, like, accomplish anything when you're constrained by it. She's too big to be a toddler. Constrained by a preschooler. And a baby. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's like how to to find or make that time when it doesn't feel like it exists. Like to pursue something like that. Like a a list of goals to work on. It's like when do you work on that? Because I'm here at home or I'm working. I don't have a lot of dead time. Yeah. So. Anyways. Uh. <laughs> Life. <laughs> yeah. So is that your first one then? You're done with your first one? Okay. So my second one, like I said, it kind of bleeds into it. I was thinking about how sometimes I, I like come to you and I ask you something 
bike. I should have come up with an example question. Um, I don't know, but basically, like, what do you think we should do about this? And this might be something like, what do you think we should do about home church? Um, or what do you think we should do about a weekly schedule? It's like a, a loaded question, like something that, like, you can't just say, well, I think we should, because you don't, like, have the answers in your head already, you know? Okay. Um, but, like, I want you to have the answers. I think that's why I do this, that I, like, at, like I, I do want to know, like, what should we do about whatever it is, like, how we should go about it. Um, and so I want to ask you, and I want you to just, like, have an answer, because that would be easy, wouldn't it? But I've been thinking about how, like, well, that's not fair. Like, I don't have an answer, so, and he's not going to have an answer if I just, like, ask him on the spot. And so I was thinking a better way to, like, have a conversation with someone is to say, like, I think we should come up with a plan for home church. How about we each take some time to think about it and then let's get back together at this time and discuss what we've, like, pondered on our own together and come up with a plan together. And I feel like that gives... Because another thing about, like conversations like that is I feel like there can be this tricky part of like I don't know not not wanting to be the one to come up with the answer not wanting to offend the other person if like they have an answer you don't uh, I'm so bad at this (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know just like it's tricky to have a conversation like that on the spot. So, yeah, I'm rambling at this point, but basically, <laughs> like, let's let's think about it and then talk about it instead of let's talk about this. Because then, then too, I feel like our conversation could go on for like ever because we haven't had time to think about it. So we have to think about it together. Like, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, especially because we also, like, think at different paces. Like, you really like to plan things out before you say them, and so if I have a conversation with you, I might feel like I'm the only one talking because you're Mm -hmm. still processing all these things in your head before you vocalize them, and so it just gives us a chance to each kind of do things our own way and then come together with some ideas and then make a plan together. And... I had this epiphany like weeks ago and I haven't shared it with you because I thought <laughs> I was like I'm going to save that for the podcast and then I forgot about it but then I remembered so here here it is there you go <laughs> so great how's this podcast for authentic baby liking this <laughs> we're covering a lot of new ground yeah yep I think that's the end of my number two. Cool. What's yours? Uh, so last week I talked about uh, working on stuff at work, like side projects or projects Taking the initiative. involved in, or in work. Uh, so this last week I got involved in a project. Good job. Um, I was already partially involved with it. I'd started it the week before. Um, so I finished it. Then started another part of it and finished that eventually. 
Way to go, babe. Look at you accomplishing things. Yeah. It was good. They make you feel good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was something that had been on the list of things to do for since early December, I think. So it was good to get that done and move on. Cool. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Okay, my last one. I, like, don't know how to... Like, if it... <laughs> okay, if this were for real just a conversation with you, it would be fine. <laughs> so I don't know why I decided to do it on the podcast. But anyway. Um, okay, have you... Maybe you haven't seen this at all because you don't... You're, like, not in Facebook groups and stuff. Or the ones you are are not mom groups. Um, <laughs> that, is, that is true. I am not in any mom Facebook groups. Not a, not a one. <laughs> okay, well, this is something I see in mom groups, but I feel like I've seen it other places, too, that just every time I see it, I'm like, what do I think about that? Actually, except that I know what I think about it. Anyway, okay, the, the issue in question is painting boys' nails like your son's fingernails. Okay. Um, and... Like, because the because, kid wants them yeah, painted? Or, yeah, like okay. the kid sees mom painting her fingernails, and he's like, oh, I want to paint my fingernails. Um, and I feel like it's, like, really common these days for the moms to paint the boys' fingernails or toenails or whatever. And I can't get on board with it. I think it's weird, and... Well, what if, uh, like, a girl wants to paint her dad's toenails or her fingernails? Well, that, I think, is funny. <laughs> and maybe it's just because I know that, like, you wouldn't like it. It wouldn't be like, ooh, what a lovely shade. I think I'm going to start painting my toenails all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so. What a lovely shade. <laughs> what the heck is that? I don't know. But, but like, the argument that people make is, like, it's just for fun. Like, if he wants to, why not? Um, and I, I know that my view could be seen by a lot of people as, like... Archaic. Yeah, maybe that's it. I just feel like people are really, like, I don't know gender neutral is like how it should be kind of a thing like there aren't girl things and boy things like anyone can do anything Mm -hmm. but I kind of feel like there are girl things and there are boy things and there are, are some things that I would be okay with and there are other things that I don't think I'd be okay with and painting a boy's fingernails I feel like is one of those things I'm not really okay with but getting a manicure and pedicure isn't a weird thing for a dude. Uh, if he's not getting a color, then no, I don't think that's weird. Okay. That's like, I mean, pampering is the wrong word for a guy, but I don't know. I feel like it's it's nice to get a manicure and a pedicure. Like, they clean it up and make it look well cared for but like it's the color on it I don't know I just feel like nail polishes for girls but then I feel kind of like bad for saying that I don't know Hmm. like 
mean, not enough people listen to this where someone's going to come after me, but but if we had a bigger audience, <laughs> I feel like someone would be like, oh my gosh, you're such a jerk for feeling that way. I'm like, I don't know. Hmm. I guess I don't understand why why people think everything needs to be available to everyone. I don't know. What are your thoughts? What what's going through your head? You're making faces, so you're you're thinking things. And I'm I'm not 100% sure. I feel like the availability of something isn't a problem. But I I do feel like there are gender roles in life to some extent. Like they they can be somewhat fluid like a stay-at-home dad or a working mom, that kind of thing. I, th- I don't think there's anything wrong with those, but... Agree. Um, but I don't know. It's an interesting quandary. <laughs> yeah. Be, in, in part, we, I think the, the trouble with it is, like, with kids. It's like, how do you... Do you define roles uh, for children... Uh, like, if you're a girl, you play with dolls, and if you're a boy, you play with cars. And and there's no crossover. But, I don't know. I think, in general, we have tendencies. Like, a lot of girls like to play with dolls. Like, young baby girls uh, like to play with dolls, and boys like to play with trucks and dirt. But it's like I don't care if Ada likes to play with dirt. I don't, I know I don't care if Ada likes to play with dirt. She's fine to play with dirt. Um, I'm fine with that, and she plays with cars sometimes, and I'm fine with that. I don't I don't have a problem. Also agree. Uh, I don't know. I think so I think what what makes that's that's the question. Why is it? Why is that okay, but the fingernail painting isn't okay? Yeah, it's like, it's okay going one direction, but not the other. Like, it's okay if a girl wants to do some boy things, but it's weird if a boy wants to do some girl things. I think that's our culture. Yeah. I think that's a big cultural thing, that um, men are much more homophobic. And so the even the impression that, that a, a boy might be leaning uh, in a, a feminine direction is like, whoa, no, no, no. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, though. Is there anything wrong with saying, like, because, like, in my head, if my son asks me to paint his fingernails, my response is, girls paint their fingernails, and boys don't. Actually, I think I've said stuff like that to Ada when she's, I don't know what she said. Anyway. Um, I don't know. And Is that that wrong to say that like girls do this and boys don't which it isn't always true because obviously some boys paint their fingernails and mm-hmm. some boys do other girl things like wear wear dresses or wear makeup but like I don't know I guess I feel like my boys shouldn't do that I don't even have boys I don't know why I'm worrying about this but and again, that just makes me feel like, am I, is that the wrong thing to feel, the wrong thing to say? Is that 
archaic or is it okay? I don't know. I don't know. Like, the proclamation on the family talks about gender roles, how the role of a father is to provide for and protect his family, and a mother is in nurturing, but there is crossover between them. Like, a father can't only be, like, providing for and protecting. If he's absent besides that, it's pointless. Uh, There has to be a, a nurturing element for a father, even though he is mean- um, role is provi- providing and protecting. Um, but I don't know. It's it's interesting to, to consider how that overlap works. Like, is there a limit? Or should there be a limit to how much nurturing a father should be involved in? Or, I don't know. I don't know. Another thing that I think about is like, I feel like, I don't know, I guess I feel like some definition between genders is helpful and important. Like, say like, you are a girl and you are a boy. I know that that's another thing that not everyone in the world agrees with. I I honestly don't understand like gender fluid because you're born with some anatomy that makes you a boy or makes you a girl. And so, anyway, I think, um, I feel like I just got really political. (laughs) But um, I just feel like if you leave everything so up in the air for a child, like, I don't know, it's hard to figure out life. It's kind of nice when someone kind of tells you some basic outlines of stuff. Um, And if, like, if nobody ever gave you a basic outline, then you'd have to come up with it all on your own, which, I mean, there's pros to that, too. Sometimes I do think about how we're all kind of brainwashed by however we grew up. Um, whether for good or for bad, like, just because we grew up in those circumstances, you think a certain way, and you think certain things are right, and certain things are wrong, and certain things are how you should live your life, and certain things aren't. Um, And, like, breaking away from that would be really hard. I don't know. What? Just a lot of I don't know. I know. This is the problem with having a conversation-based thing on a podcast where it's like, uh, Well, interesting, like, it's interesting listening to you because you, I don't know, you just talk a lot. Like, you just say what your, what thoughts are coming to you. Uh, Instead of planning it out. Well, in... Or instead of being quiet. Or, like, letting something else come up. Like, I'm not the kind of conversationalist that butts into a a person's train of thought. And so your train of thought can go on for, like, 
20 minutes. <laughs> and it's like, that's very apparent in the podcast because it happens a lot. Uh, or it feels like it happens a lot. Uh, is that you, you start talking and you kind of go and go and go. Um, which to me isn't very conversational, but like it, but maybe I'm waiting for you to say something. And and that's what I think your, your train of thought is, is that you're, you're going until someone kind of <laughs> gets in me. there and, and, and moves oh, it a different direction. Didn't realize I do that. <laughs> I turn 28 next month and I didn't realize I do that. <laughs> and so it's, I think that's an interesting aspect of our conversations is that you just kind of go and I'm not going to stop you. Like I'm just, I'm along for the ride and I'm waiting for a, like I try not to plan ahead in terms of conversations. Like I'm trying to be present and just go with the flow, but that just keeps on flowing and flowing and flowing. And it's just like, Okay. Okay. This is a ride. Oh, well. I don't even like remember where we started now. <laughs> I mean, I know the very start, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's a difficult one. I don't yeah. even. It, that's one of those things that, like, we'll never know the answer. Like, if, if there even is an answer, it's like we can kind of decide what how we want to handle it yeah. with our kids. But I I think the this the big struggle with it is not wanting to limit a kid in their opportunities. I guess like you don't want to box them into something that they don't enjoy or that they, they don't feel comfortable with. Um, if like, if that's not really what they want to do. Um, but I don't know. So it's like a, a weird balance to try and strike is you want to teach correct principles, but you also don't want to force them into anything. Uh, and really what are the principles? Like, I don't know. So I guess that's something for us to dig into a little bit. Yeah. Oh, parenting. All the things you gotta figure out that you never knew you had to figure out. Yep. Well, that one got a lot heavier than I originally anticipated. <laughs> that was supposed to be like my quick and easy one. <laughs> 20 minutes later. <laughs> oh, we'll cut some of it out. Anyway, you have a third one you want to talk about? I feel like it's stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so do you want to talk about your stupid thing or not? I don't know. It's like... So I work evenings, and I always like forget to plan a dinner, like to take with me or to have a plan, and so I just kind of like do whatever. But I feel like that's kind of how my job is a lot. Like, we don't have a set time that we take a dinner break. Normally, we work straight eights, uh, so it's you eat when you can. 
and sometimes that's at a normal meal time, and sometimes that's at like 9.45, right before we're about to go home. Um, and so, because I, I don't know if that's related, but I feel like I don't, I don't plan that. I don't, I'm not very good at planning anyways, so it's probably not related at all. It's just a, a happenstance. Um, but just, I've just been thinking about how I can be better at planning ahead, those kinds of things that are little and really inconsequential, but I mean, eating out four days a week adds up, and so. In more ways than one. Yeah, that's true. So, more consequential than you think. Calling me fat, I see how it is. <laughs> I said no such thing. Uh, but that's what you were thinking. No, I was thinking that eating out. What? How did you phrase it? You said it adds up, and so I was. I didn't know if you were talking about money or weight, because it applies in both areas. Like in general, I wasn't thinking about you specifically. Like. I'm offended. You are allowed to be whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. So you're going to plan meals ahead this week? Yeah, I'm going to... You know, they do that... They say they do that thing where you, like, plan your meals the day before or some weird stuff like that. They say... Some people say. Brooke and Jody. I don't know, people. Well, I talked about that a couple months ago. Diety people. Or you, I don't know. It all blends together. Planning 24 hours in advance. Which, by the way, have not done. 24 hours or just the day before? Well, the day before. Like the night before, plan breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Or whatever. All your food actually is what Brooke and Jody say. Like any snacks, any anything. I need to get back to that. That was helpful when I did it for like a week. (laughs) Cool. Well, maybe we should try that together. Yeah. All right, well, let's wrap it up because, yeah, it's long. And I got to figure out what I'm going to cut out of this episode so it's not like 10 hours long. Just kidding. 43. Four minutes. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.